0: And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and
1: Cody Decker on the BetQL network. And hey, welcome in to season 2 of the BetMGM MLB podcast, we're powered by BetQL once again, Cody Decker alongside myself Ryan Horvat at season 2. And uh, I'm not going to lie, man, I'm actually looking forward to this season a lot more than last season, because last season we started like three months into the year. Um, by the time we were breaking down these games, you know, most of these divisions were already locked up. Like we knew the White Sox were winning the AL Central. We knew the Brewers were winning the NL Central. Um so pretty much every single day it was like all right we got the uh, Pirates taking on the Reds today. I'm excited for this pod this year. How have you been Cody?
0: I'm phenomenal. Cody Decker here ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing here? I'll do the opening for you right now Ryan because I know you got a little gun shy. Welcome to Bet MGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. We did it baby. We did it season two, Ryan. Can you believe it? The West Wing almost didn't get a season two. We get a season two. We are
1: awesome, dude. It's a damn shame about the West Wing. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you got the energy. I caught a flight this morning, so I appreciate that. We're also the longest <laughs> titled podcast in the game. I don't think you could find a longer titled podcast. The MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Download the BetQL app, Cody. They're always giving out five-star plays. Uh, Opening day. It's here. Should have been here last week. I'm just glad that we're getting baseball. I'm glad we're getting 162 games. And uh, let's start off with our first segment of the season. We're going to preview the American League and what teams are pretty, what teams are ugly. See, now, shout-out to our producer, Mario, taking over this year. But, like, here's the only thing. Um, I don't like going ugly or pretty because, like the great ODB, my third favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan once said, even the ugly teams they're uh, pretty to me anyway baby let's start in the al though let's go with the white Sox plus 950 to win the world series and uh plus 460 to win the al they're minus 200 to win the al central which is a price i usually would never pay man but i look at the central and i do think the twins are going to be improved i know we'll talk about them but uh i laid the chalk i know you know last season a very impressive season they got off to a very hot start they dealt with a lot of injuries they're already dealing with some injuries right now man uh what are your thoughts on chicago pretty or ugly
0: um very 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 pretty and here's why it's not just because and like you said the plus 200 i would like a little bit more on that going into a season um i do it's almost like I'm sitting here hoping the White Sox hit a bit of a rough patch so that number can change because they're going to far and away be the best team in the Central. You mentioned the Twins. Listen, I'm expecting them to be improved. Obviously, Carlos Correa can bring just about anything to the table, but I don't expect them to catch up to this White Sox team. Even losing Lance Lynn at the beginning of the season, not uh, you know there are question marks to their starting staff at the moment. Lance Lynn not knowing really just how far... Uh, They can extend um, Kopech right now. He even said in an interview yesterday saying five innings might be a bit of a stretch, which is not something you want to hear from one of your starters. However, this team is by far the best team offensively. My God, they might be the best team in the American League. Not to mention, listen, when you trade away a player like a like a, uh, you know, a Craig Kimbrell, A top-of-the-line, back-end closer who you have in your staff not to be a closer. Now, we saw last year it was not the best uh, situation for him. He didn't seem very comfortable on the south side being in the setup man role. So getting him out of there, moving that money to a team like the Dodgers, the way they did, great trade both sides around because here's the real kicker, that A.J. Pollock pickup. Man, oh man, do I love that move for the White Sox, fortifying your outfield. Now you have a plethora. The White Sox have a plethora, just a an absolute... treasure trove of players now they got Gavin Sheets currently on the bench you got you got Matthew Vaughn when he comes back you 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 have an issue you have a good problem to have right now because you have too many good offensive players it really gives me the feeling of the Dodgers for the past five years when a player goes down superstar comes up and is somehow better than the superstar he just replaced so I'm really excited for this White Sox team uh being spearheaded by uh Lucas Giolito who I'm expecting to have the career year this season I'm really excited for the White Sox South Side's gonna win this division by like 15 games
1: Yeah, so I'm a Northside guy. I'm a Cub fan. Um, I'm probably going to make a small little play on the White Sox to win the World Series. Like I said, I did take them to win the Central. uh, Paid the chalk. I'm fine with that. Paying the juice in the AL Central and the NL Central. The only thing I worry about with this team is just the health, but this is the most talented team they've had in probably 17 years. Um, It's rare that you could say, you you trade a guy like Craig Kimbrell and you say, possibly they won that trade, but Man, I'm excited to see Kopech. Like you said, I worry how long is he going to be able to go? What's the pitch count going to look like? He's going to strike out a bunch of guys. I know I'm going to be playing the K-Props all season long. He's scheduled right now to make the uh, start on the home opener, April 12th. I just want to see how many innings he's going to be able to go. Like you said, the lineup is stacked. I think Tim Anderson's probably my favorite player in all of baseball. Luis Robert could potentially win AL MVP if he stays healthy. They have three or four guys in that lineup. Like, you can make the case they could win MVP. Um, And like you said, I'm really excited for Giolito this season. He added 20 pounds of muscle. 20 pounds of muscle heading into the year. So, excited to see what they can do. Oh, and fun
0: fact. I've known Lucas, by the way. I've known Lucas at this point for about 30 years, okay? Uh, Even though he's not even 30 yet. Because I've known his family forever. I gave him hitting lessons when he was a kid, believe it or not. So, Lucas Giolito, in case you don't know this, physically, I I know it somewhat comes through on TV. But this guy's a monster, and I mean a monster. He's got a wingspan that is just second to none. The guy is six foot six. He looks he looks if you meet him in person, he looks like a member of the Oma, Oma Takaya people from Avatar. Just yeah. a very lanky, jacked dude. You put more muscle on that frame. Lucas Giolito this year might be sitting at ninety eight miles per hour all season long, like it's nothing, and he might be in a position where he can push himself even further. I think don't get me wrong, listen, I'm glad they settled that arbitration case, but that $50,000 disparagement between that arbitration case, you know, if you, if you were Lucas Giolito, that would have pissed you off. He's going into this season with a little bit of something to prove.
1: Exactly, man. And that's what I'm like, especially when I'm looking at like the Cy Young race, if I'm looking at MVP, that's something that I'm looking at. I'm looking at guys that are looking to get paid, obviously guys that are playing with the chip on their shoulder. And I mean, if you had 15, 20 pounds of muscle in an off season, you're already dominant. I think he's going to be awesome this season. I'm all in on the White Sox. I'd say Copex the Wild, uh, the X Factor, I guess. And then the other thing, like you said, with them having so much talent, so much depth, let's say, obviously, they're going to probably win the Central, right? They're minus 200 for a reason. But they have a couple trade pieces. You know, if they do want to add another arm, because that's the only thing. Maybe they want to add another arm in the bullpen or another starter um, with the Lynn injury and you know, depending what Kopech looks like. All right, let's move on. The Astros, they're plus 480 to win the AL. Obviously, runner-up in the World Series last year. They say goodbye to Carlos Correa. Unfortunately, he doesn't come to the Cubs like I had hoped. Last year, hit 279, hit 26 homers, 92 RBI, second on the team in hits. Your thoughts on the Astros, man, because like, how big of a deal? Obviously, Carlos Correa losing him is a huge deal, but I'll never forget when the Cardinals said goodbye to Albert Pujols and he finally left the NL Central and I got all excited like it was going to be a down year and then they (laughs) went to the World Series. So how important is it, you know, in Major League Baseball losing a player like Correa, especially a team that's so talented like the like the Astros, man, because I know I worry about the pitching a little bit like, yeah, you're getting Verlander back, but he's 39 years old and he hasn't pitched in two seasons.
0: Exactly. And we're talking about players, you know, we've been dealing with borderline a pitching injury epidemic in Major League Baseball for the past year after the 60 game season going into a full workload last year coming into this season and a shortened spring training I am once again scared for the arms taking place we just talked about it a minute ago about Kopech how he doesn't even think he can get to five innings right now not something you want to hear from starters who are meant it's it's a foregone conclusion that five innings should be in your repertoire so yes the Astros is this team good yes they're still very very good obviously but Losing Carlos Correa, getting Justin Verlander back after a Tommy John surgery at 39 years old. Now, I know Tommy John surgeries are not the death sentence that they once were. In fact... Everybody gets a Tommy John surgery at this point, and a lot of guys can come back from Tommy John surgery stronger than they were beforehand. However, they're usually not pushing 40 when that takes place. That You're usually pushing 30. Take a look at a guy like Chris Sale right now, who is already starting this, in, this season injured off of his injuries. He's a lot younger than a Justin Verlander. Now, I do like Justin Verlander. I'm very excited to see him back, but this is also a team that did lose an aging uh, starting pitcher when it comes to... Um, Sorry, over in the Kansas City Royals. What's wrong with me?
1: Zach Granke. Zach Granke, thank you. No, no, because no, I, I keep forgetting, dude, that he's back with the Royals. because I know. He's, You know what's crazy? So he's going to be the opening day starter. I want to say he was the opening day starter 12 years ago for him, and now he's doing it again or something it's crazy. crazy like that. But I honestly, I
0: forgot that he was even there. I think I was in college the last time he was the opening day starter for the Kansas. I played a full career of 11 years <laughs> and retired for like two or three since his last opening day started for the Kansas City Royals. So that's going to be pretty cool. But listen, this is a team that lost him as well. Um, and of course, the big X factor of Carlos Correa, I this is the first time in about five years that I'm looking at the AL West going, this is not a foregone conclusion that the Astros are going to win this. In fact, I don't even have them second to win this division right now. That's right. I'm saying it. I really like the Mariners this year, man. I think this is a team that everybody is criminally underrating right now. And another team that I think we're not talking about enough in the the West the Angels man this team has really stacked themselves up pitching wise in a really good way now can they stay healthy that's the question we don't know I haven't seen it so I'm inclined to think no but man I don't think the Astros are going to be the team that we're used to and the Mariners I think are going to be the new Astros
1: yeah, they're ugly to me. You know, maybe they win the division. They probably win the division. But once again, for the fifth consecutive season, you already know what I did. It was the first bet I made, man. Well, one in the NL, because you know I love the Phillies. We'll talk about them. But I'm all in on the Angels for the I fifth I knew it every season. single time. I need Trout. To, well, I need Trout healthy. I need him in the postseason. Obviously, still concerned with the pitching, man, with the rotation. But... Yeah, I'm out on Houston this season, especially at that price, especially to win the division. You know, you're paying juice. It's minus 165, I believe, just to win the division. And I think that's and nuts.
0: I, I'm surprised you're getting negative money on that right now. I Truly, with that division the way it is, not to mention, I didn't even bring up the Texas Rangers, who vastly improved as well. Now, they're mm-hmm. not going to be a playoff team this year, but they did vastly improve.
1: Yeah, and they're going to steal some wins in that division, like you said. And the Astros are plus 480 to win the AL. I'd want at least 6-1 to at that price, so I'm good on that with no Carlos Correa. Let's move on to a team I am I am all in on. Um, we're going to go back and forth. I love these young, up-and-coming teams, man. Like, I'm all in on the Blue Jays. I don't love the price to win the AL, plus 450, but I'm excited for this team. Uh, Vlad, I ended up actually, tonight is my fantasy baseball draft, so the way we do it in our Keeper League is if I hold on to a guy, just forfeit that round. I got him last year in the fourth round, so that was an easy decision. Going with him, I'm keeping him over Shane Bieber, so you know Bieber's probably winning the AL Cy Young this year. But Vlad was tied for first in homers last year, third in hits in Major League Baseball. He's awesome. Bo Bichette, big year for him. 298 batting average led the team. And then George Springer. Like, if George Springer could just stay healthy, if we get 162 games, 150 games from him this season – I really like this team. Uh, Your thoughts. I like them. I like them. I like them. I don't love them. I like them. I know why. Um,
0: Well, here's the thing. It's just, there's a couple of things that are taking place over there in Toronto that I love. The young team, exciting. You and I last year on this show, we were just raving about it. We wanted them to make the playoffs. They were just, just under it. We wanted it to happen, though. I'm not as sold that they are a foregone conclusion that they're going to be at the top of this division. This is a division that still has the Yankees. And as much as we like to make fun of the Yankees, the Yankees are a powerhouse team. The Boston Red Sox, we are somehow not talking about at all, with the exception of the Chris Sale injury. This is a team that ran away with that division last year a little bit for most of the season, and no one expected much out of them. So you got to watch out for the Boston Red Sox, not to mention a little player named Rafael Devers, who is currently my pick for the AL MVP. I'm just thinking this is a team that's going to knock in a lot of runs this year. That Trevor Story pickup was very, very big, and I don't think people are realizing just how big it is. It's not just big that they got Trevor Story, it's big that they kept the Yankees from getting Trevor Story. Yeah. Big move over there in Boston. I am worried about their pitching. That's it. But I'm worried about everybody's pitching this year. So when I look over the Toronto Blue Jays, what am I worried about? Pitching. Why am I worried about it? They lost Robbie Ray over to the Seattle Mariners. Yes, yeah. they picked up a Kevin Gossman. and I love that pickup. They picked up a Matt Chapman. And Matt Chapman's great. But if I had my choice between having Matt Chapman or their almost MVP second baseman who just signed for a ton of money down in uh, Texas... I'm taking him. I'm taking Simeon every single time. So I don't think this team's actually better than last year. And if you're putting a lot of money on Ryu to stay healthy all year, I'm sorry. I just don't feel comfortable doing it. Also, I mentioned the Yankees and Red Sox. We haven't even mentioned the Rays who every year is the best team in the
1: AL and no one will talk about them, including us. I know. I know, but I can't wait to, because I have a very strong take on them this season. So The thing about the Blue Jays, obviously, that does concern me because I played them to win the division. But I'm with you, like, especially if the Yankees could stay healthy. And we'll talk about them here in a second. But the Blue Jays last year, they win 91 games, and they were still fourth in the division. So that's what concerns me, man. It's just just that division. You know what I mean? Like, you're going against Boston. Marcus Simeon, I think that's a huge loss. Matt Chapman. I do expect a bounce-back season. And then George Springer, like, when he is healthy, he only played 78 games last season. Mm -hmm. But he had a 907 OPS. So if he could stay healthy... I think that they could, uh, they're could. they going to score a bunch of runs, but I worry about the rotation. I Losing Robbie Ray sucks, especially when you lose him to Seattle. And I love the Gossman pickup, but like you said, I like that a lot more if you still have Robbie Ray, and he's your number two starter. One advantage they'll have, I don't really, I mean, with the COVID thing, but like, so they played their home games in three different parks last year, right? And now they're back to their home for full time this year. So they're going to have those COVID-19 protocols, I believe, so the unvaccinated players won't be able to play. So, I don't know, maybe you'll catch some teams and they'll have some unvaccinated players and you'll pick up a couple more wins. Probably to be fair,
0: not. there are a couple of them out there. Think about the Yankees. The Yankees was have about, about the Yankees.
1: Th- they have three impact players right out the gate. I mean, Judge
0: Rizzo, right out the gate, cannot play over there at the Rogers Center. That's not that's, a small thing.
1: And that's what I'm saying. So, no, and that'll be, you know, shorthanded lineups, 81 times, 81 home games you know, potentially, especially in that division. So I think that might uh, play a difference. All right, let's move on really quickly here and move over to the New York Yankees, plus 650 to win the AL. We've already kind of hit on them. Anthony Rizzo back. I expect the bounce back season from Rizzo. This lineup, if they could stay healthy, is ridiculous, man. Joey Gallo, Stanton hit 273 last year with 35 dingers. What are your thoughts on the Yankees this season?
0: Offensively, this team can go toe to toe with any team in the world of all time ever, with the exception of the current Los Angeles Dodgers. This team, just left and right, there are no holes. I mean, the, your biggest hole in your lineup right now is currently Anthony Rizzo and Josh Donaldson. Neither of which are, can, you can say suck. They're both yeah. pretty damn good ball players. Uh, The thing that really worries me about the Yankees, like I've been saying about everybody else, is the pitching. Garrett Cole can only throw once a week, um, and that's going to be their Achilles heel yet again, Uh, especially if you're riding Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole carried that team the entire season last year. All it takes is one bad outing for everybody to turn on him, and that's all it took last year. One bad outing in the playoffs, everybody turned on him, which is unfortunate because he's their only pitcher.
1: Yeah, man. And that's the thing. Like, everybody behind him, like two through five or two through six, whatever that rotation is right now, like, is the same guy. Jordan Montgomery, Jamison Tyon. Like, I just, that's the thing. Love Garrett Cole. Probably won't play him to win AL uh, Cy Young this year, but every single game we'll be going strikeout props over because, I mean, you know, that's what he does. But um, I, I think they're an ugly bet right now. Let's move on to the Tampa Bay Rays. We hinted at them already. This uh, segment, they are plus 750 to win the AL. I know their season win total is 90. I know that because I actually uh, I went under on the Rays, and I know I love the Rays, man. I went under 90 wins, which I know is going to come back and haunt me. But they've won at least 90 games, I believe, the last three years. So at least 90 the last three years, where we've had 162 game season. Um, starting pitching, though. I mean, it's been very strong the last couple years, but look at the guys they continue to say goodbye to. Blake Snell wins a Cy Young. They say goodbye to him. Charlie Morton's gone, and that is what it is because they keep, like, I mean, I love their farm system. I love their young arms, but Tyler Glass now is going to miss the entire season now with the Tommy John surgery, and all they add, all they bring in is Corey Kluber, who's thrown, I believe, 116 innings his last three years. I don't trust him to stay healthy. That's my problem. They'll probably prove me wrong, but in that division, I thought 90 wins was too many. And that's, like, they could still win 87, 88 wins, but, and that's where I see them, like an 85, 86 win team. Your thoughts on them this year?
0: Everything you said, everything you said on paper makes all the sense in the world, and it's a very good argument on everything you said. Here's where I'm going to disagree with you. I just assume the Rays know more than me at all times Mm -hmm. they just traded away meadows over there to detroit a team that i'm really kind of excited to watch this season over there in the al central however if the rays trade someone especially someone that was an all-star last year it's because they know something we don't every trade they make they win they don't lose trades every single one of them they traded well traded away cy young award winner blake snell they won that trade they traded away um meadows i don't know who they just got for him but i'm assuming it's the greatest player who ever lived so (laughs) the, the the rays are just gonna be there i i don't even know what they have or what their starting lineup is going to be i'm going to take the over on the rays because that's what they do they know things i don't and i don't say that about anyone i'm a genius that's what drives me nuts that they are this good at this how are they doing this
1: yeah so again they are plus 750 to win the al that is a really nice price it is and they do have a great farm system all right when we come back we'll take a quick little break here when we come back we're going to hit on the nl and we'll lead off with the team that i'm picking to win the world series already made that play it was one of the first bets i made that's coming up on the BetMGM mlb podcast powered by betql